Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think for all the teams that are still here, um, the confidence with uh, the situation in the bubble is high. Uh, it was unfortunate that... Dallas and Nashville brought cases from their markets in, and then obviously it spread within the team. Uh, and we all feel badly for those teams, those coaches, those players. Um, but I think for everybody else, as, as things have settled down, uh, that confidence, finding a routine makes a big difference. So uh, we are uh, in our group in a good way. Uh, I think we took positive and negatives from our game with Houston. Uh, we, we have a similar routine to what we do at home. We had a day off following the game yesterday, back at it um, today, uh, in addition to training, some video, and now we get ready for the Galaxy. Perfect. We're going to go first question to Jeff Carlisle. Jeff, um, please go ahead and unmute yourself, and you can ask your question. Hey, Bob, how are you? Good, Jeff. Um, obviously, with, with Carlos not not in Orlando, you know, a bit more responsibility falls on a guy like Brian Rodriguez. You know, how did you think that he handled that in, in the first game? Brian continues to make progress. That would, the, the work with him is no different whether Carlos is here or not. Uh, Brian is a talented player. Uh, He's got speed. He's got a, a willingness to try to make plays happen. Sometimes the way he plays, everything is full speed ahead, and we're trying in some moments just to help him read situations better and not just be uh, not just be so anxious uh, to, to, to just try to run and make a play every time. Uh, we don't want to ever lose that because Hmm. We seem to be having some technical difficulties. Hold on one second, Bob. Diego, can you unmute him? Thank you. Sorry about that. How are we, all right? Yep. Bob, I I think I lost you right when you said you didn't want – on the one hand, you didn't want Brian to kind of lose his aggressiveness, but – He's also like anxious sometimes. So can you just pick up from where from where that was? Sure. Uh, look, he with our attacking players, we want them to to be aggressive. We want them to uh, take certain situations, dribble, get in the box. Um, but how you do that in moments when it's not the right time, understanding how to play quickly with your teammates and wait for the right moment. These are things that come with experience. I think he's picking up things every day. I'm very pleased with the way so many of his teammates have, have tried to help him with all this because everybody sees his talent. Everybody appreciates what the guy is. And now it's a collective effort just to try to help him 
utilize all his abilities and, and make them count more for our team. Okay, thanks. Our next question is going to go to Jim Alexander. Jim, go ahead and uh, unmute yourself. Got it. Morning, Bob. Hi, Jim. Um, just curious, how has, has being in the bubble and being in Florida changed your, your training schedule at all? Are you guys going early morning, night? Has the routine been able to has, – has it remained pretty much the same? No, it's, it's, we've changed it, uh, knowing that our games were all at night, knowing that we came from the West Coast. We've stayed on a version of a West Coast schedule, so mornings are slow. Um, breakfast, there's a window for when guys can come in, and then we train at night every day. So for us, that's a way not only to stay on the schedule that helps us for, for games, 10.30 kickoffs here, um, the more you can make it feel like a 7.30 West Coast kickoff, the better. And it also helps us just in terms of the flow of every day so that it doesn't feel like days are so long. How many fields are available to you guys? Um, you know, that's a question for the organizers. I think that they're, they're mixing up three or four game fields, and I think there's something like 13 practice fields. But they're not all available. There's a set schedule. Everybody had to put in their requests for training times. Uh, and, and even in times when you have to make a change in your training time, it's difficult because that doesn't always guarantee that there's a field open. So that's all managed by the league. Uh, Jeff Huber, uh, Mitch Monahan on RN do a really good job of coordinating things with the league. Thank you. Next question is going to go to John Rojas. John, go ahead. Good morning, Bob. Can you hear me? I can always hear you, John. Always. Thanks for the time. Okay. Thanks for the time. Uh, Bob, with all those circumstances around this game, uh, the difficult circumstances and not having the, the crowd, does it take something away from the rivalry? It's only three important points, period, or it has more to it? It is what it is for the moment. And this is, this is the opportunity for all the teams to get back on the field. Uh, even when our fans are not in the stadium, we know they're watching. Uh, any game between LAFC and the Galaxy takes on extra importance. Uh, when you haven't played a game for, for months, the first game is, is an indication of where you are in all ways. I think there were positives, as I mentioned, and now we're certainly really excited for the next match, especially with it being the Galaxy. Next question is going to go to Alicia Rodriguez. Alicia, go ahead. Hi, Bob. Uh, I was curious about the status of Adama Diomande. He seemed to come out injured um, in the last game. I'm wondering what his status is for the next game and, and for the rest of the tournament. Uh, he's had an MRI. There's nothing major. Uh, he felt a little something in his foot. But uh, we're hopeful that uh, – He's going to be back into training in the coming days. I'm not sure what that means for the game against the Galaxy. Great, thanks. Next question to Gio Garcia. Gio, go ahead. Hi, Bob. Can you hear me? Gio, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, obviously, I, was, I just wanted to add on to what uh, Alicia had to say. Um, the only player that I saw that wasn't available was Adrian 
Um, well, you just mentioned answered one of my questions. Well, will Adrian Perez be available this weekend for you guys? Uh, Adrian's still nursing a, a little bit of a hamstring that was bothering him when we arrived, and uh, he is still not in full training. Thank you. And the last question is going to go to Alonzo. Alonzo, go ahead. Hi, Coach. What's up, Alonzo? Uh, I'm good, Coach. Coach, a Clásico del Tráfico is, is the next game. Based on your first match against Houston, uh, what have you been working with the defense? Uh, we, we work on the whole team uh, with our ideas. Uh, I don't think it's as simple as saying that something's wrong with the defense. This is, this is obviously uh, something that gets discussed when you give up goals. I understand that. But defending situations usually uh, start where you have the ball. And now uh, especially uh, – when when we are the team that's pushing forward in in most of the game, our ability to make good decisions in the attacking part of the field, understand when it's uh, an advantage, how to take uh, how to make the most out of that advantage. When the ball turns over, the decision of the group is in a moment where we can react quickly and win it back. Uh, do we have to reorganize in the first half? There were a few transition moments, not as many as as we all thought after the game. But when we went back and watched it, there were four to five moments where in transition, uh, we had to recover quickly. Even if you take the first goal, Latif got caught with the ball in midfield. We did a very good job of reacting backwards, but then we failed to clear the ball in a couple of situations. And, and then when Memo Rodriguez started to come to his right, uh, he got Latif off his feet. And defensively, we didn't do a good job in that moment. So the, when you talk about going from attack to defense, reactions, then your ability, uh, whether it's clearing a ball or controlling a situation, those are details that we work on all the time. Uh, we still appreciate that in a game like that, we control – we, we uh, created a lot of chances. Uh, we did not give up that much, but we, we certainly have to continue to handle some of the moments better. That's just part of uh, the challenge when we try to take the initiative in the game, that there's going to be moments in transition. It doesn't change our mentality, um, but that's an area where as a team we always are working to improve. Uh, thank you, Coach. Good luck at the game. Thank you. We'll do one more. Uh, Charlie, go ahead, and then we're going to bring in Edward Atuesta. Charlie, go ahead and unmute yourself. Great. Uh, thanks for your time, Bob. Should we expect to see Andy Nahar in the next two games? Uh, he, he's not. He's in parts of training, Charlie. Uh, and we're hopeful, but we also are going to be conservative with Andy, given how long it's been since he's played a match. So um, we're very excited with what we see. But obviously, when you think of the steps before you typically get back on the field, um, participating in full training sessions for some period of time becomes really important. So he's making progress. He's a fantastic guy. 
I think he fits in really well with our ideas. Uh, and now we're just trying to, to move him along at a speed that, that makes sense, that considers how long he's been out, but also uh, takes into account that we know he's a player who will fit in and really help us. Okay, that's it. Thanks, Bob. Okay, thank you. If you guys have a question for Atuesta, please make sure to raise your hand. He's going to do one question in English first and then Spanish. Any questions in English first, please raise your hand. Hi, everyone. Okay, looks like we're just going to go straight to Nico Moreno. Go ahead, Nico. Sí, hola, Edward, ¿cómo estás? ¿Me escuchas? Sí, te escucho. Perfecto. Uh, te saludo aquí desde Seattle, Nico Moreno. Eh, te quería preguntar, eh, cuando un partido como el que acaba de ocurrir, caen tres goles de cosas que se puede uno eh, mejorar desde tu posición, eh, ¿qué crees que a, a lo mejor el equipo tiene que cambiar uh, para evitar que eh, caigan goles de esta magnitud? Eh, bueno, un saludo primero para todos. Eh, sí, hay que mejorar cosas. Eh, no es posible eh, que te marquen tres goles. Eh, y tener que hacer tres goles para solo llevarte el empate de un partido. Eh, pero, pero sí, hay que corregir sobre todo errores puntuales. Eh, concentración sobre todo, estar 100% concentrado. Es normal el primer partido eh, que pase eso. Es normal que, que la distracción o un poco la lentitud mientras vas soltando y coges el ritmo del juego te haga cometer errores, pero, pero esperamos eh, ir mejorando y que en el próximo partido no, no hayan desconcentraciones ni errores que nos, que nos causen irnos abajo en el marcador o, o, o que nos hagan goles. Next question is going to go to John Rojas. Go ahead, John. Hola, Eduardo, buenos días. ¿Me escuchas? Sí. Ok. Eh, gracias por el tiempo. Eduard, eh, con todas las condiciones complicadas después del regreso, el parón, etcétera, y ahora lo que tienen que vivir en la burbuja, ¿qué se hace más importante, el trabajo mental o el trabajo táctico y físico? Y en ese sentido, eh, ¿qué haces en el trabajo mental, digamos? ¿Haces algo especial o simplemente fortalecerse individualmente? Bueno, hola, John. Eh, mira, todo es fundamental en un torneo como estos, eh, y hablando desde lo físico, primero son partidos eh, a temperaturas y con una humedad bastante alta, entonces eso hace que en lo físico tengas que cuidarte muchísimo, más que trabajarlo es, es el cuidarte después de un partido para estar listo para el próximo, eh, sobre todo también después de haber parado durante cuatro meses, eh, eso es algo fundamental, muy importante. Y ya después pienso que lo, lo segundo más importante es lo mental. 
que obviamente entre más frescos, entre más tranquilos estemos mentalmente, eh, con ganas de jugar, eh, va a ser mucho mejor, va a ser eh, más eficiente eh, el equipo a la hora de estar concentrado eh, en los partidos, eh, con más motivación a la hora de enfrentar partidos importantes. Entonces, eh, eso es fundamental. También hay que trabajarlo, eh, sobre todo como grupo, eh, hablando entre nosotros, haciendo divertido el ambiente, jugando con los compañeros. Ahí es donde los líderes positivos del grupo tienen que salir y tienen que ayudar a, a crear esa, esa buena armonía dentro de los jugadores. Next question is going to go to Katia. Go ahead, Katia. Unmute yourself. Thank you, Aubrey. Eduardo, gusto saludarte. En ese sentido, entendemos que las circunstancias y muchas cosas han cambiado, pero ¿qué esperas de esta rivalidad, de cómo se va a vivir? El equipo del Galaxy también ha cambiado en, en jugadores, ustedes no tendrán algunos, pero ¿cómo crees que se va a vivir en la cancha aún con esa rivalidad? Oh, bueno, pienso que la rivalidad está eh, desde el comienzo ha estado y va a seguir estando. Eh, por más que hayan cambiado jugadores, que nosotros hayamos cambiado jugadores, que, que no haya podido venir Jonathan, que no haya podido venir Carlos. La rivalidad está y, y la necesidad de ir a ganar el partido por, por parte de los dos equipos hace que el partido sea eh, muy bonito, hace que sea muy competitivo y muy atractivo para ver. Entonces, eh, tenemos que ir a ganar y hoy por obvias razones ellos también tienen la necesidad de sacar los tres puntos porque no han, no han podido sumar y, y el partido va a ser, eh, espero que muy atractivo por esa razón. Next is going to go to Edward Quich. Go ahead. Your line is open. ¿Qué tal, Eduardo? ¿Me escuchas? Sí, sí, te escucho. Sí, Eduardo. Uh... En, estos, en este tiempo que ya tienes en, en la burbuja, eh, ha, sido, ha, ¿ha sido básicamente lo que has esperado? Y, y segunda pregunta es, eh, ¿qué tanto afecta el no tener aficionados en estos partidos? ¿Crees que, es, uh, ¿crees que afecta en el desempeño de los jugadores? Pues mira, la verdad... Me imaginaba que iba a ser así el estar en la burbuja, eh, con cosas con mucho mérito positivo por parte de la organización y otras que eh, iban a estar con dificultades o iba a ser difícil que, que iban a estar. Sabía que iba, iba a haber dificultades eh, para algunos clubes, era algo normal por la situación, pero también hay cosas positivas. Eh, y y no, no, me puedes repetir lo que me preguntaste al final, que no. La, la otra pregunta era si el no tener aficionados, ¿crees tú que afecta en el desempeño de los jugadores? Sí, sí, afecta muchísimo porque... Ya estás acostumbrado, estás acostumbrado a jugar con gente, estás acostumbrado a, a manejar ese tipo de presión, sea de local o de visitante. Eh, 
y te motiva el que estén los aficionados ahí. En realidad nosotros, eh, nuestra profesión eh, se basa en eso, ¿no? Se basa en, eh, en el cariño que uno puede brindarle a la gente desde la cancha y pues uno se motiva al sentir el cariño de ellos hacia uno. Eh, obviamente mediante mensajes, mediante redes sociales sentimos el apoyo de nuestra hinchada pero claro que la extrañamos y, pero bueno, eh, hay que afrontarlo así está el estadio vacío para, para todos los equipos entonces hay que afrontar el torneo así y, y sacar lo, lo más positivo de todo Ok, that's it for Edward thank you so much We have Kenneth Vermeer up next. Go ahead and raise your hand, please, if you have a question for Kenneth. Hello, Kenneth. First question is going to go to Jim Alexander. Jim, go ahead and unmute yourself. Morning. How you doing? Good, good. How are you doing? Doing good. Um, from your experience the other night against Houston, have there been significant changes in the way games being played now, considering you know first game after a four month layoff and and everything that's gone on? Are Is, is the game different somehow, or is it still pretty much the same? It is still pretty much the same, but it is more like, yeah, we haven't played for like four months, so you need to get like adjust, adjust the weather, everything. Because for me, it was like, of course, you never, uh, I always know how the game is, but it is like the first game. We, did, we didn't play like friendly matches uh, in this time, so it was like, We need to. Feel, I, I had to feel the game uh, back again. How much you talk about the weather and you talk about the humidity? How much of a difference has that made? It's like a big difference because, like, after like I lost a lot of body fluid. I felt my uh, like in the second half. I felt my legs get were getting heavy. I was trying to drink like for days in a row, but at the end, it didn't help a lot. Do the hydration breaks really make that much? I mean, obviously it's got to help some, but how much does it help, especially especially you when you're you're in goal and you can't really go to the sidelines easily? No, that's why I have always like a couple of bottles near near me <laughs> to drink uh, to drink. Yeah, to have a little drink uh, when it's possible. Thank you. But I think yeah, we really need it because if they're not like uh, if we're not having like breaks. I think like more of uh, 50% of the team will uh, have some cramps. Got it. Thank you. Next question is going to go to Charlie. Go ahead, Charlie. Hi, Kenneth. Thanks for, for chatting with us today. I was wondering if you could give me your view on the Galaxy uh, at this time. They have a, a obviously a very talented striker, but one who's um, had a slow start to his career. I don't know if you guys have done much scouting, but what's your view on how you guys handle Chicharito this weekend? Yeah, I know Chicharito from uh, yeah, the European League. 
he's a striker. He knows where the goal is. I played against him when he was playing at Manchester United. So, and he scored that game as well. So, <laughs> for me, it's now uh, time to don't let it happen again. But yeah, he's a striker. He's smart. If you see, if you saw his goal, uh, his last match, he's like waiting for the right moment, coming in position, and yeah, he got that feeling as a striker. Next question, we're going to go to Katia. Go ahead, Katia. Thanks, Aubrey. Kenneth, uh, how are you feeling towards this derby and, and your experience? What is needed in, in this games? What have you heard? And, and how do you feel it's going to, the, the rivalry is going to play, play out on the field? Yeah, I've played a couple of derbies in my uh, career so far. Derbies are like always special games. It's like, You're always playing against like the bigger, biggest rivals. And the only thing that matters is like a win. So no matter what, the win for me, I think for the team, for all, for everyone, uh, it's like the most important thing. It doesn't matter how, but only the two points. That's how I see it. We're going to go to John Rojas next. John, go ahead. Thank you, Ari. Um, Kenneth, can you hear me? Yes, I Thank you. Kenneth, what is the, the aspect, the element of Bob's style that you have to work more to adapt to? Well, I'm used to the way we play uh, in the academy in Holland. It's, like, it's almost like the same way that uh, we're playing in LA, like football from behind. You know, we build up from the back. If that's not possible, you, you play like a long ball, but our first mindset is like to play from the back and that's uh, the way I'm used to. Only a different part is like we play really up high so as a goalie you need to play like a little more far far out the goal but that's like penis for me. <laughs> okay, next question to Gio Garcia. Go ahead, Gio. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Kenneth, obviously you see everything that's in front of you. Um, you guys had a slow start to the game and you guys were able to come back. Um, what would you like to see of your defense? Uh, if it's anything, you communicating more to the guys. I just want to know what you would like to see more from that defense. No, I think uh, if you're looking at our last game, I, I don't think we gave like a lot of chances away, but... They were pretty sharp. Every chance that they had, like, they scored. They had, like, maybe some, like, two or three more moments, but that was, that's it. I think if we can uh, be, like, a little tighter on our, our player, try to block it. But, like I already said, we didn't give, like, a lot of chance away. So that's, like, more disappointed that we didn't win that game because in my opinion and my feeling as, was like we had like a lot of chances to win the game also after uh, two goal difference we came back very strong and I had a feeling that we would uh, would have won the game but we didn't okay last call for questions for Kenneth anybody else give it a minute here Okay, go ahead, Jeff. Hi, Kenneth. Um, 
you talked about the the lack of practice games, you know, heading into this. I mean, how how much does that really impact everything that you guys do from you know, your communication to, to the way that guys interact with each other on the field? I mean, how, how big a factor is that just in terms of the overall sharpness? Yeah, for example, it's like we have played like 11 against 11, but 11 against 11 uh, with each other is like, it's like different than if you play against other teams, other styles. You always try to play like the way the other teams are playing, but it's always different if you're playing like 11 against 11 against your own teammate and another team. Like I said, we have our game plan. We, we try to, to play our way and other teams are playing, playing more like if they're playing against us, they drop back, they're waiting for the spaces, they kick a long ball and they try to, yeah, with pass players up front, try to play like in counter-attack and score their goals like that and drop back and uh, try to keep uh, the line short. So that, uh, yeah, to make it more difficult for us. But I think the last game, we did it pretty well. Uh, we created chances with our football. And yeah, it was pretty that we didn't uh, make, like, the fourth, the fourth goal to win the game. But overall, the 3-3 is, like, a good result. Okay, thanks. Okay, we're going to go to James Rowe next. Go ahead, James. Hello, everybody. Hi, Kenneth. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Yeah, I'm very well. I'll keep it in English because if I switch to Dutch, it's not fair for others to understand. I wanted to ask, um, you have experience playing these, for example, I'm thinking about IX Finals. How, how do you as a player describe, how would you describe this particular derby? Yeah, I've never saw a derby like in LA yet, but with my experience in Holland, like, for example, when I was playing for Feyenoord, Ajax Feyenoord or Feyenoord Ajax is like the biggest game uh, in the season. And like when you go to practice, like the, the, the day before the game, a lot of fireworks and stuff before the game. So they're expecting you to give like everything for the team, for the, yeah, for the, for the club. And yeah, they hope not obviously for did a little bit time uh, LAFC win the game so for us it's, uh, it's, it's like we need to play our game man play our game I'm confident that we will make uh, a good result thank you well success huh? thank you well <laughs> I should leave it's good eh? <laughs> okay and we're going to go last question to Cameron Buford go ahead Cam Hey, Kenneth, how's it going? Good, good. How about you? Um, well, thank you for asking. Um, I'd like to know, you know, you guys are locked up in the bubble. What are some of the strangest things some of your teammates have brought to the bubble? And then what are you doing off the field, off the pitch, to kind of entertain yourself, to, have, to keep your peace of mind out there? Well, there's not a lot to do, <laughs> obviously. The thing that I do is, like, I'm sitting in my room, like, all day long. Most of the time, uh, besides going for lunch, breakfast, or dinner. And besides that, yeah, I'm in my room watching uh, other football games, playing some Call of Duty, watching some Netflix. And that's how my day goes. (laughs) 
Okay, we'll end it there. Thanks, Kenneth. You're welcome. We will um, send out this recording right after it downloads here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you guys all after the match. Yeah, have a good day.